If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Growing Your Financial Business, the Woman's Way podcast. I'm Robin Crane, and I was a financial advisor for over a decade. But before that, I was a singer-songwriter. And now, even as a mom of three with a teenager, toddler, and a baby, I run a seven-figure business helping women in financial services grow their businesses and make a bigger impact. In this podcast, I'll bring you financial advisors, industry influencers, and highly successful entrepreneurs to give you innovative strategies designed for women. So get ready to learn how to get in front of the right people, get more ideal clients, and be able to grow your ideal business so you can live your ideal life. Welcome, welcome. It's Robin Crane. And the guest I have today is myself. I know that might be a little bit weird, but I thought since it's the beginning of the year and uh, thinking about goals and thinking about what I want, and I'm, I'm assuming you might be thinking the same. So I figured I would just talk about it. Just, just jump on and do my own little podcast episode. And if you like it, let us know because then I can do some more where I just just talk. And if you don't, let, let us know and I won't. I'll, I'll stop with the insanity. But welcome to 2022. Um, it's very exciting. Uh, I actually just got back from a three-week vacation, which is kind of crazy because I, I don't know. I can't actually remember the last time I went on vacation that long and um, definitely not in the last five or six years since we really launched this business. So um that's kind of a, a celebration in itself to get to a point in business where I can actually leave and have my team run things and, and the business didn't fall apart, which is really cool. Um, but I got back uh, and I really, right before New Year's, and I just really wanted to, as we do at the beginning of the year, wanted to start doing something different. I actually, and, and hold myself to a higher standard really, because um, I, before we left for vacation in December, I had just finished 75 hard. And if you don't know what that is, it's 75 days uh, where you have to do five specific things. See if I can remember. Um, you need to, you're, well, and including you're not allowed to drink alcohol um, or, or do any cheat meals, which I don't really drink. So it's not really an issue for me. I, not to brag or anything, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's a lot harder for people actually are used to drinking a lot. But um, you need to exercise twice a day, uh, 45 minute workout outside and one has to be outside and the other can be wherever. Um, you need to drink a gallon of water a day, which was a challenge at times. Uh, you can take a selfie every day, not that hard. Um, but really scary when you almost forget because <laughs> then you have to start over if you do any, if you miss any of these things. Um, what else, uh, you have to read 10 pages of something nonfiction day, which I don't actually read a lot. So it was really good for me, um, to do that. And what's the other thing? Oh, you have to pick a diet. So I did that. Um, I was inspired by one of my friends who was on the podcast before Mary Glazer, who's a copywriter. She's amazing. And she looked awesome. And I just thought it would be good, mostly for mental toughness, like just mindset stuff more than trying to look better, which I think is 
also something I want, but um, that wasn't really the purpose of it. And it was a great experience. It's not something I would do again uh, necessarily, but it was good because it, it held me to that higher standard. It, it challenged me. And what I learned, people ask, like, what did you learn from it? Because I, I definitely, it wasn't really at all about working out because I didn't work out very hard at all. I do like walks to the park, you know, silly things like that, you know, stretching yoga type of thing, which is all good, but I didn't, I didn't like go crazy on it partly because I knew I had to do two, two workouts a day. And I'm like, I'm not going to kill myself over this or I'm not going to last. Um, but what I learned really was that we can find the time we can find the time because I don't have time. You don't have time. Nobody has time. Um, but somehow I was able to find the time to do two 45 minute workouts a day. And I don't have time for one 45 minute workout, let alone two, but I found the time. Um, and I didn't always sleep as much as I wanted to, but I definitely found the time and I got creative too. Like we, we have something now called park in the dark because I take my kids, you know, we were taking the kids to the park in the dark at night where we would get our walk in our second workout. And it was outside and, um, and they loved it. And we got to spend time with our kids and still do our workout. So, and I say hour because my husband was doing it at the same time as well. So after doing that, I completely went the opposite way. Like I didn't drink a ton, but I, I did drink a little bit, I guess. Um, and, and celebrated, but, um, we, we went to Hawaii for vacation for nine days, uh, and met up with my parents. It was their 50th anniversary. And actually the day before happened to be my husband's 50th birthday. So we celebrated those occasions with my family and my brothers and, and their families and whatnot. And then we went to Alaska where my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law live in Kodiak, which was gorgeous, beautiful. Actually really, really loved it. We got to do some hikes and amazing things. Um, and we ate a lot. We ate a lot. My mother-in-law was like baking every day. I, I think I had cookies like almost every day. And after having this diet where I was like gluten-free and dairy-free and not eating a lot of sugar for 75 days, and then jumping into like every morning with zucchini bread, which was really like cake disguised as zucchini bread because it was like chocolate cake. It was, it was delicious, but you know, I was just enjoying myself and came back, not like disgusted or anything. Like actually it was fine. I like enjoyed it again, a little weight, no problem, whatever it happens, but I was still motivated to like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to live like that. And I don't think it's horrible to live that like that. And I'm not saying it's anything bad, but like I said, I just want to hold myself to a higher standard. So that higher standard to me has to do with having the right mindset has to do with eating well, eating, eating, you know, good, let's say, um, you know, healthy food. Uh, I was just going to say, what was I going to say? Whole foods type of thing. Um, not a ton of snacks, which I did a lot of when I was on vacation. Um, so eating well, having the right mindset, being nice. You know, I, I say that like it should be a given, but sometimes I, I get grumpy and I'm just not always the nicest, which I don't want to be like that. That's not who I am. And I, I don't want to be like that. And so there's certain things I just want to get back into. And in, in order to do that for me, I, I have to kind of challenge myself. I'm not good at like kind of the gray area. I'm all or nothing. So I'm either doing some crazy challenge and that's not like I usually do, but I did like the 75 hard, which is pretty, pretty hard. And then went to like, you know, yum, 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 eating whatever I wanted to. Then I'm going like, okay, here we are. It's the beginning of the year and I need another challenge so that I can hold myself to that higher standard. So it really comes down to like all these signs that were coming to me. And, and this is about holding yourself to a higher standard, but it's also about you finding time for you. Because what I realized over the course of three weeks with my family, and I have three kids and one is 14 who I hardly saw because she was doing her thing and with the cousins and whatnot and the uncles, but, um, I have almost four year old and a 20 month old. So almost, uh, almost two ish. And 
it was busier than ever. I mean, I didn't work basically for three weeks. My husband was waking up at the crack of dawn, I think probably before the crack of dawn because he wanted to get some work in. And I, I wanted to sleep. I really did. My daughter was waking up in the middle of the night. My son was waking up many times in the middle of the night. And I'm like three weeks, like on vacation, quote unquote, where I felt like I was on so much more because I had to mommy all day long. And to be real with you, I am not used to mommying all day long. I'm used to working. And then even when I have the kids myself on the weekends, if my husband's not around or something, I'm like, oh my gosh, please help me. How do, how do nannies do it? How do single women, single moms do it? Like, I, I seriously don't know how you do it. If you're a single mom or if you were ever a nanny, like I'm very impressed. I used to be a nanny, like, but then you can give the kid back. But like, I don't know. I love, of course, love my kids, but it was, it was hard. And I came back after, you know, flying from Alaska and two days of not sleeping. And I was just so exhausted. And I felt like I had, I needed a vacation from my vacation. And many of you probably feel like that sometimes anyway, like you need a vacation from your vacation because it can sometimes be very tiring. But what I realized is traveling with my children and on, you know, so many different flights and all this stuff, I was just exhausted. And so I come back and we had an issue with not having a, a nanny as well, which is a whole other story, but here, here we are and uh, have, you know, we, we had our lovely uh, new year's Eve did nothing, but said happy new year. And, um, and now here comes back real life, right? Got to get back to work. Um, and Monday comes around and actually the person who was supposed to take care of my, my kids just didn't show up. But on top of that, the night before that, was that Monday? I think it was the night before that I started listening to Blinkist. If you don't know Blinkist, it's an app on the phone where you can basically get short versions of books. And I'm so bad about reading books that I sometimes like to get the short version and actually, um, it was Ron Carson who was on the podcast. who told me about this and it's really awesome. Cause you can just get like, you know, little, little blips of or blinks of books. So you can check that out. But, um, anyway, I, the night before, I think it was Sunday night, I started, I was like, I want to start to feed my mind more, like feed my brain. Like, again, this is all part of this. It's a new year. It's not resolutions necessarily. I don't really do resolutions, but I do start to reset and think about what I want for the year and, and think about what's important to me and think about where I want to spend my time and think about how I want to hold myself to that higher standard. So I found a book real quickly. It said, it's, I see the cover and it says the 5 a.m. club, the 5 a.m. club. I didn't say that very well, the 5 a.m. club. And I look at the cover, you know, on my little, like little thumbnail on my phone. And I'm like, I do not want to read that book. I do not want to wake up at 5 a.m. And obviously, if you're in the 5 a.m. club, we, we all know you're going to have to wake up at 5 a.m. And there's one thing that I value more than family. It's not more than family, <laughs> not more than family. I just mean that one thing I value, uh, uh, like after family and, and importance of giving back and and uh, and helping people is is uh, sorry, I got distracted. because Someone's trying to get on my Zoom um, is sleep is sleep. That's where I'm getting to. Um, so I really value sleep. And so I'm like, man, I've been exhausted. I just traveled. I, I, I can't even imagine waking up at 5am, but I'm just going to read this quick blink, like this blink is book, like read a little bit of this book and maybe I'll be inspired, but like, there's no way I want to wake up at 5am. Okay. And so usually that's my consequence. I actually do this thing where like, if I don't do something I say, I'm going to do, I give myself a consequence and that's often my consequence. I'm like, okay, I'm waking up at 5 a.m., which rarely happens because I so badly do not want to wake up at 5 a.m. Needless to say, I started listening to the book and I listened to the whole thing. It's like 15 minutes long and I listened on two times speed. So it's like done in seven and a half minutes. And I'm thinking in my mind, like that would really be good for me because what I'm really missing 
more than anything else is me time. Like I don't have a lot of me time and, and there's some form of self-care that I do. Like I definitely work out and I, I go play tennis mostly and I do some stuff for myself, but like, I, I really don't spend a lot of time like thinking I, I don't meditate anymore. I used to meditate. Um, I used to, you know, listen to a lot of audiobooks and, and, um, and law of attraction stuff and watch YouTube videos on that. But it's like, who has time for that? Right. And like I said, when I did 75 hard, it's like, you found time Robin to like find two 45 minute workouts. How can you not find time for yourself? I don't know, but I, I, I got back into that pattern of not finding time. So I listened to that book and I, I go to set my alarm and believe it or not, like I go to tennis at nine o'clock. I don't start work till 10 45. My first calls at 10 45. I know that's very luxurious. Um, and I usually wake up about 8.15. Like I wake up at 8.15, get my kids ready to go. Sometimes it's eight o'clock. And then so I can get to tennis and get my kids to school by nine. So I'm looking at my alarm going like, okay, instead of 8.15, I'm going to wake up at 7.30. Then I got 45 minutes to do my thing for me, for Robin, like to spend time and think because it's the beginning of the year. I haven't even had time to think about what do I want? Really? I know kind of some things that I want. I want to write it down. I want to, I want to manifest it. I'm a really powerful manifester, but I haven't been manifesting it because why I don't have the time, quote unquote, what I do, I just have to find the time and I can blame it on my kids and I can blame it on whatever it is. But like, I can also wake up earlier. And this whole book, I was like, you know, talking about how your life will change. You wake up at 5am and, and how you get time to yourself and the kind of the pattern I'll, I'll go over it, but what you do in that hour when you wake up and stuff. And I haven't had a morning routine. Like I've, my morning routine is wake up, get the kids going, get them out of the house go to tennis. Like that's not much of a morning routine. There's not a lot there. Right. And I'm lucky that I've had a lot of success without having that morning routine, but I realized like I could do so much more. I can give so much more. I can be so much more if I had a better routine or better routines in general. So I set my alarm for 7.30. After I listened to the book, I changed it and set it for seven o'clock because I'm like, you know, I do want to do that 5 a.m. thing. And maybe I'll do like a 30-day challenge for myself, but I want to wait because I need to catch up. I'm still like jet lagged. I'm still behind excuse after excuse as why I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. And so I set my alarm for seven and then what's happened, especially when we were on vacation, because we were often in the same room as my children is the next morning, no joke, 4 56 AM. My son comes into to our bed and I look at the clock and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is a sign, right? Like I should, I should get up because I can get up at five. I didn't even you know have the alarm. And my son comes into, in, into the bed and usually we all just fall back asleep and it's no big deal. And instead I keep going in my head, like, no, you can go back to sleep. You're not going to start this 5am stuff. This is like, you don't want to start. Cause when I start committing to something, like I commit to it, like I commit to it. And so it's done. And so I didn't want to do that. Um, so I try to go back to sleep five minutes later, 10 minutes later, what happens? Of course I can't go back to sleep because I keep thinking like, maybe I should get up and do this 5am thing. Maybe I should get up and do this 5am thing. So of course I get up and I go upstairs and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. Like, and so what you're supposed to do is you do 20 minutes of workout and you, he says, you got to sweat. Okay. And then 20 minutes of, um, 20 minutes of reflecting, which could be meditation or journaling or whatever. And then 20 minutes of, uh, of growing. So where you're, you know, listening to podcasts or you can be reading or whatever. And I'm like, this is, this is really awesome. This is a great idea. And again, remember, I can't even remember what me time looks like. And I'm saying me time. It's like, I, I, I don't know if that's what everybody calls it, but that's what I call it. But I just, I haven't spent a lot of time by myself. Like it's usually I'm working or I'm with the kids. And especially on vacation, I was with the kids 
a lot. So I go and work out. I'm like, I go upstairs and I put the workout, you know, like the, the, I don't know if you guys know Chloe Ting, but she's, it's quite good. These like short videos. I like that they're short and you're supposed to do 20 minutes. So I did a couple of them, but they're short. It shows you the countdown, which is great. So it's motivating. They're like 30 to 40 seconds or 45 second, you know, little different exercises. So it feels like it goes by super fast and I'm in the middle of it. I started a 12, 12, uh, 12 minute one to start. I'm in the middle of it. And I hear mommy, mommy, where are you? Mommy, where are you? And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. It's freaking 5. AM and like, or five 30 by now. And I'm hearing the mommy, mommy. And so I'm like, yes, I'm upstairs, honey. And my son realized I wasn't in bed. He woke up again. He is a little cold. So he's being a little bit more clingy and he comes upstairs and I need you. I want you, mommy. I need you. And I'm like, Okay, honey, just lie down on the couch. Like mommy's working out. And he's like, it's too sunny. He calls things sunny, even when it's just bright. It was the TV. And he's like, it's too sunny. And so what do I do? Anything for my children, right? So I turn off the TV and I go to my little iPhone and I start watching the thing in my headset. So I won't bother him with noise or, or brightness, God forbid. And he luckily on the couch falls back asleep. And so I finish my workout. And then as I finish, I'm like, cool. He's sleeping on the couch. I grab my journal. I sit down and then he goes, mommy, mommy. I'm like, you can just, just go back to sleep, honey. Just put your, put your head on my, on my lap. It's fine. Just go back to sleep. And I'm thinking I can journal. I can do this while he's on my lap. He's like, no, I want to go back into my bed. And can you come lie down with me? And I'm like, this is like showing you my parenting skills, but I'm like, yes, honey. Okay, let's go. So I bring him downstairs, go back and get in his bed, lie down. And then I kid you not. It must've been, I don't know, 51 seconds. It was definitely less than a minute. And I hear screaming. My daughter woke up. My daughter's 20 months and she's screaming and what is she, you know, screaming, crying, whatever. And after travel, especially they're just like not sleeping well. And so I'm like, Maverick's like, no, mommy, stay with me. And my husband goes to work out at the gym. So there's no one else to watch the kids. And so I'm like, okay, uh, Maverick, I got to go check on Sage. Uh, just stay here, whatever. Luckily he fell back to sleep, but then I go with Sage and now I'm like, you know, trying to, I'm meditating and while I'm breastfeeding and I'm like, okay, meditate, meditate, which, you know, when you breastfed for a while, you can kind of do. So my meditation was through breastfeeding. And then I started watching actually based on that book, uh, 5 a.m., the 5 a.m. club, I started watching a, an interview between Marie Forleo and Robin Sharma which was really good. I would definitely recommend it, but it was really, really interesting. And he's awesome. And I just got more and more into it. And I was super excited about it. And so I was learning about that. And I just thought it was so funny because I'm like, here it is, like all these things that didn't line up, but did kind of line up, right? I wasn't going to do this. Um, I didn't want to set myself up for some sort of challenge, but I didn't really know what it was. And then right that like just happened that I got on Blinkist before I went to bed. And it just so happened that I saw the 5 a.m. club and it just so happened that my my son came in at 4.56 to wake me up apparently so I can do the 5 a.m. club. And and then like, so all these things are lining up for me to get me time and spend time by myself and and, and wake up and, and before it's sunny out and it's in the darkness and have some quiet time. And then every interruption that could possibly happen like during that time, my hour that I'm supposed to have by myself. But what it made me realize was like, there's, there are going to be interruptions. There's going to be things that are going to get in the way. And, and one of the things Robin Sharma said in that interview, he was like, like, he didn't say if it was easy, everybody would do it, but like, it was something like that. It was like, it's hard because like, it's kind of like the payoff that you get for doing something hard is so huge. So it's kind of like a, you know, almost like a risk reward thing. Like people are like, you know, if you have clients that are like, Oh, you know, I want all this I want all these great returns, but they're not willing to take the risk. I had a client like that. It was really annoying, but it's kind of like, I'm taking, like, I'm putting myself out there to a point where it's uncomfortable, right? 
I'm stretching outside my comfort zone. I want to sleep. I really, really want to sleep, but I want more than sleep. I want to have an even better life more than sleep. I want to impact more people more than sleep. I want to be able to get my business to a place where, you know, my COO is working less. I want to get my business to a place where, you know, we have systems in place and everybody is like, just, I mean, we have such an amazing team. They're so loyal and so incredible and so happy, but we still have a lot of work to do to get our business to the point where it's just, it's really running in a very systematic way, right? Like there's too much strong arming it, you know, to get to where we were. Um, but uh, so there's a lot that I want. And I feel like the way that we, like, I have to grow my business is I have to grow myself. And so what I decided from that, and I thought it was just a great first day at the 5am club is that I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And Robin Sharma recommends 66 days because then you get to a point where it's actually harder. This is what he says. I, I'll believe it when I, when I experience it is that it's, it's harder not to wake up. So basically he's saying after you've done 5am, woken up 5am every single day, um, for 66 days, you're building a habit and then you're going to want to wake up at 5am more than you won't. And so day, this was, this was yesterday. Okay. Then my first day and today was day two and I didn't have all these interruptions. It was pretty awesome. So I had a couple, but basically set my alarm 5am, got dressed, got upstairs, worked out, did my 20 minutes. I actually had my 20 minutes of reflecting in my journal, which was awesome because I picked up a journal that I hadn't looked at for three plus years, which was really incredible because I haven't been journaling, I guess for three plus years. And I read it. It was really interesting. I spent way more than 20 minutes. And then I started writing my goals, which was like so awesome and so empowering. And I'll read a couple and then I, I, I'll, 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 I'll say goodbye. Um, but it was awesome like to spend that time by myself and then I got interrupted. My daughter woke up. Okay. But you know, that, that, that happens and I'll do my learning, my growing later, but I spent a lot of time on, on the journal. And what I realized even on day two of waking up at 5am after I am, I'm tired now I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like I don't want to wake up, but in the moment that I woke up at 5am and I walked down, you know, through my house when it was dark out and it was quiet and I had so much gratitude and I was like, wow, this is really powerful. Actually, this is really powerful because I don't have this quiet time. I don't have the time for me. And even if like when I was doing 75 hard, a lot of my workouts, the second workout was with my kids. You know, I'm trying to do net as Tony Robbins says, it's called no extra time, net time, no extra time. When I'm like with my kids and, you know, I'm already doing tennis and things oftentimes. So that's fine. But like, I didn't have time to just sit around and think, or I didn't take the time to sit around and think. And when I took the time today, and I worked out and had a nice workout, which I really liked just watching the YouTube video and working out to this Chloe Ting stuff. It's like just easy and fun. And then I sat and, and read my journal and then wrote in my journal. It was awesome. And even like going and then lying down with my daughter, she didn't, didn't last long. She wanted to get up, but being with my daughter and just kind of chilling with her and like, she was smiles and happy and, and cute. And then she wanted daddy, but, um, it was just nice. And as tired as I am, I'm really, really grateful for this and I'm excited. And so here, here's what I want to tell you. Hopefully this was valuable for you. Just kind of me ranting about it. But what I want to tell you is that you got to hold yourself to a higher standard. You got to hold yourself to a higher standard. What does that look like for you? And what are you willing to do that you don't want to do in order to get there? Because I can tell you a ton of things that I'm telling my clients to do. That's really outside their comfort zone. And some of them do it. And when they do, they get great results. It doesn't always happen overnight, but they get great results. And those who don't, don't. And that's just maybe, you know, sending a message on LinkedIn that you're afraid to send, right? 
And whether that's easier or harder than waking up at 5 a.m., I'm not telling you to wake up at 5 a.m., but what I'm telling you is that you got to keep growing. You got to keep raising the standard. You got to keep holding yourself to a higher level. And that has to do with choices. That has to do with you. And what I was going to say earlier that I kind of forgot is that all signs were leading to this thing of like self-care is that I've been watching something um, with this guy, Alex Sharfin. He has a podcast called Momentum. It's great. Um, I met him and he basically told me that my business was in crisis because everybody's just working hard, you know, and it's kind of like not systematized enough. There's a lot of reasons, but one of them was because of that. And especially uh, my COO is is doing way too many jobs. Um, but it's kind of like, we're building this without a really, really strong foundation, which is really scary because we care so much about helping people and we don't want to have something that could fall apart. I don't think it will fall apart, but I think it's possible. We have to keep strong arming it. So he made me realize that. And I've been listening to his podcast and I watched one of his videos um, called the billionaire code, which was great. And he was talking about like one of the levels of the billionaire code, like one of the levels of business and how you have to take time for yourself and how many entrepreneurs don't think they need to take time for themselves, or they just don't take time for themselves because they feel bad. They feel guilty. And it'll like, he said this in this video, he said, he said, um, who's the most important person in your business? And he's like, no one wants to say me. We're like, you know, me, but you're, if it's your business, you are the most important person in your business. And I don't want it to be all surrounded by me, but if I screw it up, like I can screw it up. I could be the one that screws it up. Right. And so if that's the case, if I'm the most important person in my business, then taking care of myself is taking care of my team. It's taking care of my clients, taking care of me, like everybody, the community. Right. So I realized, and there was something else, but something was also telling me, I just got to, I got to take care of me. But I think it was just that culmination of traveling. And even though traveling is amazing, we had such a great vacation. It had, there was zero me time, not even work time. So I didn't have my fulfillment around work and just, I really needed that. So whatever your rules are, your, your goals are this year, I was going to read them, but I actually am running out of time. Cause I have a call right now with my clients. Um, so maybe next time. Um, but whatever your goals are, they want you to know you, oops, my mic just changed here. I want you to know that you have to show up differently. Okay. Whatever your goals are, you have to show up differently. You have to stretch outside your comfort zone. You have to do things that you don't want to do. Like maybe it's something like, not necessarily, but maybe something like waking up at 5 a.m. And that commitment, I'm now publicly committing to it. So now I'm screwed and even have to do weekends, which is going to kill me. Um, but I'm waking up at 5 a.m. for the next 66 days. There I said it. So now I'm committed to it. And so I'm totally like dead. Um, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it because I know that doing it is going to stretch me and it's going to get me better results and it's going to get people around me better results. And so I'm going to do that. And I want you to take make some commitment. You can put in the comments. You can send me a message. Um, what is your commitment? What are you going to do? to raise the bar and hold yourself to higher standards so you can have everything you want because you can. And I want to empower you to do that. So welcome to 2022. Can't wait to see you next week. Are you getting all the quality prospects on your calendar that you'd like? If not, join us in the appointment generator challenge. Go to femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for free. We guarantee you'll get five quality appointments in five days if you follow this system and you can do it from online. You don't even have to pick up the phone, whether you're just starting, whether you've been in the industry three to five years or even 30 years, this challenge will be perfect for you. Check it out, femalefinancialadvisors.com and register for absolutely free. Can't wait to see you there.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.